If you enjoy these podcasts, check out Enrico Signoretti's reports and blogs on gigaohm.com. They're about data storage and cloud computing, addressing all the topics covered in Voices in Data Storage. Welcome, everybody. This is Gigaohm Voices in Data Storage, and I am Enrico Signoretti, your host. Today, we will talk about uh, uh, something that is beyond data storage. I mean, uh, a lot of organizations are embracing hybrid cloud strategies and they are looking for solutions that are totally different from the traditional storage array. Okay, more, uh, their vision is more cloud driven and they need new solution to, uh, to face these new challenges. Uh, to help me with this, I have invited uh, Hale David, CTO of Caminaria today. Hi, Hale. How are you? Hi, Nico. Thank you for having me. I'm well. So Caminario is uh, an upstart in, uh, in the old flash uh, realm, but actually we will uh, discover during the episode that they are changing and they are evolving uh, in more uh, of a cloud uh, company data company than uh, than it was uh, in the past. Uh, maybe we can start with a little bit of background about you, AL, and, and the company. Yes, um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Enrico. So yes, Caminoria um, um, has been around for about um, 10 years. I've been with the company since, uh, since its inception. And um, I would say that over the last... 10 years, uh, the company and its uh, vision has evolved to kind of mirror the changes we've seen uh, we've seen in the market. And as time goes by, it's clear that uh, the impact of cloud on deployment on modern deployment models and the expectations customers have on how they can transition to the cloud is central to any IT strategy. And uh, we've been in the process of uh, reshaping the company and addressing the uh, major problems that companies see today in transitioning to the cloud. Well, in fact, uh, I have to say that uh, I followed the company since the very beginning. Uh, no, in fact, I have to say that uh, I've been following the company since the very beginning. And the first product you launched was called K2. And it was a record-breaking old flash array at the time. But then you evolved a lot. I mean, uh, not only with data services and uh, functionalities, but actually a couple of years ago, you, you did a major change and uh, uh, you presented a new solution that was software only. And uh, even more than that, the other day I was browsing your website and uh, it's incredible. So in the web page. In the in the home page of your website, there is no mention of data storage. It's data, application, cloud, virtualization. So all terms that yes, somehow you know are, are connected with uh, with storage, but uh, none of it. So ca- can you give me a little bit of uh, uh, can you give me an idea on what is happening? Yeah. Sorry, certainly what you've seen on the website is reflective of the changes in the market. Um, Today's challenges customers are facing in building their hybrid cloud strategy around um, data mobility, uh, performant application refactoring and replatforming, and the ability to have true true flexibility in deploying 
workloads where it makes sense from a business aspect requires a completely different approach from traditional storage. And as much as Caminario started its way in storage, we now focus on data virtualization. Caminario, in essence, um, allows customers to encapsulate business critical data in what we call data pods and deliver extreme performance at scale with compelling cost efficiency across any type of cloud, private or public cloud. It's a... It's an interesting proposition. I mean, uh, with all these companies uh, doing this, uh, with all these companies implementing these hybrid cloud strategies now, so they, they want to, to, to think more about data and not data storage. But at the same time, they want a single platform that you know, can span across different environments. Okay, so data mobility becomes uh, a critical aspect uh, of it, but also, you know, uh, not just data mobility. Uh, the other, the other important aspect that I find, uh, the other important aspect that I find in the field is that many enterprises, especially you know traditional enterprises, they want the same identical platform on different cloud, so that they can you know find uh, um, something familiar. They don't have to retrain their system administrator, and they can migrate application from. Uh, from a platform to the other, finding the same identical features. Uh, I don't know if your platform works this way or there is a difference, but uh, what, what do you find uh, in uh, in the field from your customer and how your platform helps them to, to achieve this goal? Yes, um, uh, definitely. So as we talk to customers, every organization today is somewhere on their cloud journey, okay? They're either planning for it, they're either in that process, they have done some transition into the cloud. Um, some have tried and not succeeded in moving some of their workloads to the cloud and uh, are not able to kind of benefit from the flexibility and scale of a public cloud deployment. And this is where we, where we come in. The, uh, usually what we see is that when it comes to core mission critical application, that is where customers are most challenged to transition to a public cloud model. Um, it, is, it is often required of them if they want to use native cloud resources to go on a uh, significant process of refactoring and replatforming their applications to uh, adhere to more cloud-like uh, architectures. That is usually a lengthy process. We often see customers projecting two to three years of work until they can actually leverage and deploy their mission-critical workloads in the cloud. And we offer a different proposition. We offer the ability to, to deploy the Caminario data plane virtualization platform that is the underlying technology driving the ability to move the data pods we mentioned earlier across multiple clouds without compromising on the level of data services or performance at scale that is provided, where we can provide an order of magnitude better performance than the native cloud resources at uh, a fraction of the cost. And we basically allow these, the customers to accelerate significantly their adoption of cloud infrastructure by taking their mission critical applications as is without refactoring and moving them to the cloud. And 
in a sense, significantly reducing the risk they run in uh, these cloud migration projects. That also gives them access to uh, mobility between clouds. They can choose whatever public cloud provider makes sense for their workload at any given time. And they can also combine that with workloads still deployed in their private cloud. This gives a uniform set of data services that deliver performance at scale, risk reduction, and a, a uniform experience across any type of cloud. So this is a, um, somewhat uh, aligned with what I see. The, what I find uh, is also that uh, you know, it's very, very complicated to maintain a similar level of performance uh, in the cloud. I mean, when you are used to, to have an all-flash array on your premises, uh, getting on uh, AWS or Azure or you know, the cloud uh, that you, you choose, uh, the same level of performance uh, while keeping the, the same platform is very, very complicated. Not just you know, the, the peak performance, but most of the time it's about consistency. And another problem that I see often is that, yes, we have a virtual appliance, but actually, uh, you know, the cloud is not really designed for, uh, for uh, traditional software architectures and traditional uh, storage architecture. So uh, the way it manages uh, failures is totally different. How do you approach this kind of uh, challenges? Right, and this, this, these are definitely challenges that our customers are facing as they want to move to the cloud. How can they achieve their performance SLAs with the native cloud resources? How do they now potentially need to take on themselves um, data resiliency and data availability where the cloud doesn't give the same assurances as on-prem local resources used to do? And in this case, we actually lean back on our mature stack of data services uh, that delivers uh, solutions to, to, to the problems you just mentioned. Um, because as much as we, over the last few years, we separated ourselves from, from the hardware, from a business model, we have always, from its inception, our technology has always separated uh, software from hardware and capacity from compute. That full disaggregation between uh, the ability to scale performance and the ability to scale capacity is a perfect fit when trying to solve the issues you discussed in the cloud. If a customer wants to take a high performance, mission critical workload that they run on their private cloud and run it on the public cloud, we can give them access to a shared data resource that can scale uh, performance infinitely, scale capacity as you go as needed without hitting any of the cloud limitations. Moreover, it is also significantly more cost efficient because these days, high performance native cloud resources are extremely costly. Leveraging our um, data virtualization platform, they gain access to this performance at scale at a significantly lower price point. At the same time, we also give them access to dealing with uh, resiliency and availability by deploying our staff 
across multiple zones, multiple regions, or even multiple clouds, they can design to their needed resiliency level. Leveraging a uniform set of data services, they can choose to have cross-cloud, cross-region, and cross-zone um, resiliency in their applications without the need to re-architect the, the, um, the actual workload layer. Well, but not... Uh... Well, yes, but, but another issue that I usually um, see is that, you know, why, by expanding this kind of architecture, so having uh, something that runs on your premises, something that uh, is on the cloud, maybe more than one cloud, there is a, a, another major problem that uh, surfaces, and it's uh, the fact that you need to control, monitor, maybe having uh, uh, some uh, detailed information on what is really happening, uh, especially to spot new trends, especially if you want to, you know, uh, act on an issue becomes, uh, it becomes uh, a real problem, okay? Uh, do you have something to deal with this kind of problematics? Um, yes, definitely. Um, first, um when running in a private cloud and when running with a public cloud, we integrate with the local orchestration and monitoring frameworks. But at the same time, we have the uh, Caminario Clarity platform, which is the Caminario AI Ops, Analytics, and Machine Learning platform that collects ongoing telemetry from across the entire install base, regardless if it's deployed in a private or public cloud, delivering for us and for our customers, a, 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 a sorry, delivering for us and for our customers a very strong suite of reporting tools, predictive analytics, and uh, preventive analytics capabilities to spot trends, spot potential future failures, uh, direct resource management, optimize resource deployment, and maintain the SLAs they need and protect their costs from uh, going through the roof. I see, but, but again, let me play the devil's advocate here and uh, talk about the complexity also of the, um, from the financial point of view, okay? Uh, it's not unusual now to find a solution from major vendors that, that have, uh, that have uh, some, uh, you know, components on the cloud and uh, uh, some components on, on premises. But actually, it's very complicated to migrate this workload for several reasons. And one of one is just finance. I mean, I, I made a huge investment on premises. Okay, now I'm moving uh, some of my stuff in the cloud, and I have to buy licenses, uh, new licenses, or subscription, or whatever. And, you know, it's not really, really convenient at the end of the day. Right. So um, we've definitely addressed that issue as well, because you are correct. A cloud migration project is complex, not only from a development perspective, but also from an operational perspective and certainly from a financing and cost perspective. And we've gone to great lengths to simplify that process. So we've covered how we simplify it from a development and operational perspective by allowing customers to avoid expensive and complex refactoring of the application. From a financial and business perspective, uh, 
leveraging our ability to deliver a subscription-based software license that is tied to the ongoing usage of the customers, we actually uh, completely decouple the licenses from the underlying infrastructure where our stack is deployed on, which means that customers can enjoy full mobility of their licenses between any underlying infrastructure. So if a customer actually is doing, going through some form of consolidation for their private cloud, and at the same time also moving some workloads to the public cloud, they don't actually have to waste all that investment. We leverage commodity components on-prem, and we leverage quote-unquote commodity components in the cloud to deliver the robust set of data services that we provide. The software license to run our, uh, our stack is actually 100% mobile. So there's a 100% investment protection for somebody going through a um, consolidation and migration process with us. Because as they move data to the cloud, they can leverage the same set of licenses that they were leveraging on their private cloud to do that without any need to rebuy anything. Ah, this is very nice. So you give your uh, you give your customers the ability to you know buy the license or the subscription one, and then uh, move it uh, according to the needs of not the day but uh, of the needs that they have in uh, in the evolution of uh, during the evolution of their infrastructure. Yes, I would say an, an additional aspect of improving the financials of, of such a solution is that both in a private cloud and in a public cloud, through our analytics platform, we uh, give the customers access to ongoing infrastructure optimization. If we would see that a Caminario data pod running on a public cloud is underutilizing its performance capabilities, we would recommend to the customer, why don't you, we shut down a few of the performance components of this data pod, reduce your cost without compromising your SLAs. If the need arises and the workload uh, requires additional performance, we can immediately um, uh, spin up new compute elements, increase the performance in a linear fashion on the spot, and then maintain the updated SLA. But in the meantime, you can reduce your cost significantly on an ongoing basis. Yes, this is, sounds really interesting, not only to enterprises, but uh, uh, also to other kinds of organizations. I mean, MSPs, for example, or, uh, or yeah, service providers in general, they can borrow some, uh, some resources from other cloud, for example, or resellers. I'm pretty curious now to know a little bit more about your customers. So uh, is it 100% enterprises? Do you sell also to other markets? Um, definitely. So um, we focus on uh, the large SaaS providers, usually uh, focusing on uh, data-intensive applications. But at the same time, um, we also work closely with the managed service providers that deliver um, services to these types of companies. It is a common use case for us to work with a managed service provider that aggregates uh, services to multiple enterprises. And with our data plane virtualization platform, 
they can themselves achieve a significantly more cost-efficient model for their operations. They can run certain some parts of the infrastructure on-prem, some parts of it in the cloud, and they can very quickly adapt to the changing needs of their customers and spin up new customers because they don't, they're not tied to physical uh, resources. If they have a new customer coming in, they can spin them up in the cloud in a matter of minutes. I see. And uh, this uh, um, leads me to another couple of questions. Actually, one is you mentioned uh, SaaS providers. These guys are uh, you know, moving uh, very quickly to new forms of virtualization or application development and deployment, meaning with these containers and Kubernetes. Do you have a strategy for Kubernetes? Uh, yes, of course. So um, as deployment models move to cloud-like architecture and at the same time adopt uh, containerized workloads, usually driven by a Kubernetes orchestration layer, they're still faced with similar challenges when trying to deliver uh, resiliency and performance at scale. And this is where our data plane virtualization platform can come into play. We can provide that persistent backend to any type of containerized deployment, either in a private cloud or a public cloud. And also with the added benefit of uh, providing cross-cloud mobility for containerized workloads, maintaining this uniform set of uh, APIs and data services. So uh, containerized workloads can now enjoy a higher performance SLA, improved resiliency and durability, and also cross-cloud mobility. Interesting. And uh, at the same time, on the other side of the spectrum, so when we talk about this uh, data platform that, you know, span across uh, uh, clouds and on-premises location, um, and it's uh, a software at the end of the day, so th there is a hardware component that uh, um, that you need to run your your uh, software on, uh, on the premises. So... Do you have an hardware compatibility list or best practices to, uh, to help the customers building their infrastructure depending on their needs, the number of IOPS they, they, could, uh, uh, they expect, and, and so on? Yes. Um, Caminario uh, works to uh, qualify and certify the underlying stack where our platform runs on. Um, we, uh, our customers can uh, gain access to a certified stack through our partners for uh, on-prem deployments or through the marketplace on uh, the public cloud providers to deploy the needed underlying cloud resources. Uh, we do all the uh, testing and qualification and configuration and uh, the customers can get it delivered as a, as a qualified solution. Uh, they don't do not need to kind of build it on their own, um, and that is a strong expectation when you're dealing with mission critical application and data. So yes, indeed, it's a very clever way to operate, and that leads to another question, and it's uh, uh, about the the size of the customer that you can serve. I mean, this is a the kind of question that I ask uh, um, almost uh, every time to to all the vendors because I'm curious. 
just to understand, uh, you know, where your solution can be applied. I mean, very large organization, every type of organization, only small organizations. It would be awesome if you could give me an idea of the, you know, the smallest possible installation and the, you know, the, the biggest one that you can get from Caminario. Right. So um, as, as we discussed earlier, the, the, the Caminario platform uh, can deliver its data services in a decoupled way from a um, data uh, capacity and data performance perspective. And uh, our solutions can scale from the low tens and hundreds of terabytes to the uh, multi-petabyte scale and tens of petabytes. Uh, and from a performance perspective, from uh, a few hundreds of thousands of IOPS to uh, multi-million IOPS configurations. It all depends on the level of performance at scale that is needed and the performance density that a specific workload requires. We actually give that uh, ultimate agility to our customers based on their workloads. Um, the IP we've developed and built over the years allows us to deliver uh, this consistent performance at scale, which is uh, a key requirement for these types of applications. Applications that um, want to deliver uh, real-time analytics, transactional processing for their core workloads require uh, performance at scale, but more importantly, persistent performance at scale. And how are, you, uh, are your customers distributed across the world? Uh, so we have uh, presence in uh, North America, um, Europe, um, Israel, uh, uh, and uh, building our business in the Far East. Do you have a, uh, so is, is, your, is your business based on a channel model or a, uh, on direct sales? So we, we work in a combined model, uh, both with channels and with a direct sales force for, for, for a certain part of our customers, um, especially uh, working with the larger customers on their hybrid cloud strategies. Um, you see a lot of variance if they're working directly with vendors or through a, a solution provider. So, and how many customers do you have? So we have uh, thousands of deployments in mission critical environments, uh, which is the core of our install base. I think this conversation was very good and we got a very, very nice profile about Caminario, especially if we think about, you know, uh, the alignment of this company with uh, the trends uh, in the market. But uh, I'm also curious to know a little bit more about, uh, you know, the future. What, we what can we expect from uh, Caminario in the next 12, 18 months? Yes. So, uh, so first of all, thank you for, for having me. It was, uh, it's, always, uh, it's always fun having a conversation, Enrico. And looking into the future, uh, I think we will continue to follow the, uh, the, the, the market trend of giving a cloud-like experience across any, uh, any deployment location or deployment model. The Caminario data plane virtualization platform will uh, continue to deliver improved orchestration capabilities 
specifically focusing on workload mobility and resource management. And how do you deliver this improved, uniform, seamless experience across any type of cloud? As time goes by, data management and data orchestration becomes a key factor of any cloud strategy. And uh, we're building the foundations to deliver on that need. Yes, that sounds very cool. And maybe we can uh, uh, keep the channel open here. Uh, if you have a um, Twitter handle that we can share with our listeners, maybe we can uh, continue the conversation online uh, if uh, somebody has questions. Or you can also share uh, the website uh, link for uh, for Caminario. So if somebody wants to uh, do to read more about the solution, uh, maybe ask for a demo, they can uh, go there. Um, yes, Enrico, definitely. Uh, you can find us on Twitter on Caminario Flash, and our website is uh, www.caminario.com. And you're welcome to come in, browse, and reach out if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for the time you dedicated to me today. And uh, if everybody wants to... Uh, contact me on Twitter. You can find me on uh, eSignoretti or uh, on gigam.com. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Voices in Data Storage, please check out the other ones. Unstructured data management is the focus of a report Enrica wrote for GigaOM Research. To find out more about how data storage is evolving in the cloud era, download the single report or subscribe to GigaOM Research for future forward advice on data-driven technologies, operations, and business strategies.